Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast with Nicole and Renee. Today, we are setting sail on Disney Cruise Line to talk about the newest ship, Disney Treasure, where the spirit of adventure meets the daring tales of classic Disney films and Disney park attractions. So grab a beach towel and a drink, claim a chair on the pool deck, sit back, relax, and enjoy this adventure on the high seas. And Renee, I have to say, when they unveiled the treasure just a couple of weeks ago, every part of what they were discussing was, I I was like, I got to take advantage of that early booking. Oh my gosh. I know. Today, I fully and put my deposit down for 2025 because we already had two cruises booked for 2024. So I had to, I had to space them out a little bit. Yes, but I course. was so excited, especially after we just like, I feel like this ship, everything we've talked about in the last few episodes has like morphed into like this amazing ship from like the little, I mean, we'll talk about some nods, but like the jungle cruise nod in there and all these things, like it is full adventure. And I love how they have mirrored it so much to, um, you know, really impact all the things we love about the parks and really bring them onto the boat even more so, which is, which I think is going to be so, so cool. Yeah, there are, you know, I think it will have everything you come to expect with Disney Cruise Line. But for repeat cruisers, I think this is going to offer something different in terms of theming. And I think that's what I'm most excited about. So if you are interested, you know, to let you know, they are doing seven night sailings. They're Eastern and Western Caribbean sailings. So those itineraries begin for December 2024 and beyond. So really plan ahead. Um, And if you're thinking that's too far away, Really, it's not, especially when it comes to cruising. Lock in the best pricing now and then forget about it for a while and just know that you are going to be on an adventure of a lifetime. And all of them sail out of Port Canaveral for right now. So, you know, that's always nice, too, because I always like doing a pre-resort stay at Walt Disney World and then taking the Disney Cruise Line shuttle over to the cruise port. And I think it's really cool to note because I get this question a lot sometimes is, what is the difference between the Eastern and the Western itineraries? Yes. Um, you are going to have some overlap. You are going to stop at Castaway on them both. Um, but the Eastern is going to take you to Tortola, St. Thomas, San Juan on specific cruises. And then Western is Cozumel, Jamaica, and Grand Cayman. So you're getting a little bit of something different. And the biggest thing to think about when you think about cruising is that it is a floating hotel. It is going to get you to a lot of different places, but it's going to provide you that comfort and that relaxation that you have come to love with Disney um, and this and exploring this amazing ship. I mean, it's the sister ship somewhat in the Titan class of the wish, but it does have some new, awesome, incredible things, new theming to it um, and some experiences that I know as I was watching them unveil all of it, I was just getting more and more and more excited. And we don't even know all of it. I mean, that's the biggest thing to to, to like disclaimer here is they've only given us like basically a handful of some things. And so as it gets closer, I know it's going to be more exciting. And the fact that their first uh, maiden voyage is going to be around Christmas, I think is going to just make it extra special, which is really neat. But you do have the opportunity right now where you can plan trips all the way out to 2025 of May. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a big window, which is nice. 
You know, for me, one of my favorite parts of the Disney Cruise Line vacation is the rotational dining. Um, and oddly enough, it's not because of the food. While the food's fantastic, um, the rotational dining is really a time for our, our family to sit down and just enjoy being together and to take a break. And we love, absolutely love all of our servers and seeing what cast members are going to be with us for the week. But the theming is always so immersive and it really changes, you know, depending on whether you're on, you know, the magic and the wonder the dream or the fantasy, the wish is different. Um, I'm most excited about because Coco is one of my favorite films, not just Pixar films, like my favorite movies ever. And one of the dining restaurants on board is going to be the Fiesta on the high seas. So it's actually going to have like two different themings. So the first night um, is like a Coco theme, like theatrical dining experience um, and then the mariachis are going to come in and they're going to entertain you with live songs. But then on the second night, the plaza actually transforms to Dia de los Muertos with Mama Coco and Abuelita. So it's I think that is going to be such an amazing and immersive experience. That is like the number one thing that I'm most looking forward to on the treasure. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I got teary eyed watching them even talk about it. <laughs> It is the sweetest movie and it just touches my heart so much. And I'm so excited that that's where they're choosing to put it. Yeah. And for anybody that has sailed on the wish in my mind, this is going to be the replacement of where frozen yes. is taking place. So think of it as a similar setup, but I love the fact that they're changing up the theming two different nights. I think that's so cool because we haven't really got to see how that's going to play out on the wish when you have more than three, three, four nights. So um, I think it's going to be cool. And, uh, you know, I also love that they're taking some of the things that are similar on the wish, like the world of Marvel restaurant, which was one of our favorites that we were the most looking forward to because we're huge Marvel people as well, but they're going to be changing up the story behind it. Um, and so it's going to be similar setup. It's going to look almost identical when you go in, but you're going to be exploring the powerful quantum technology of Avengers quantum encounter, which is going to have special appearance from Spidey, which I'm so excited about. I feel like there's not enough Spider-Man. I know in I the do. parks. <laughs> I think that's going to be really fun. And then the one that I love to, you know, your classic nod is the 1923, a taste of old Hollywood. So it's obviously named after the year that Walt Disney Studios were founded, um, but it's really going to be, you know, elegant. And you'll notice like some of the sketches and props from adventure themed movies like Tarzan, The Lion King and Aladdin. So I really feel like the treasure is touching upon a lot of those classic attractions and movies that are our favorites that I, you know, I hate to say neglected by the other fleet, by the other ships in the fleet, but Really, I think it's going to give, you know, special nods to some of our favorites. Well, and it's just got that feeling of Walt. You know, it's, it's, it is, it's that classic Hollywood. And the theming goes across all, of, I, I mean, this is the thing that puts Disney Cruise Line, I feel like, apart from any other cruise line, is their theming is so thoughtful. I mean, even things for quick grab and go type meals you know from marceline market which is their buffet where you can get your breakfast your lunch your dinner um 
to, you know, the, the walk-up cafes. One of the things we loved, and I'm so excited, um, as far as we know, that's going to be mirrored over on this ship as well, is the Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods. Yes. I thought, you know, that barbecue, I still think about that barbecue. Like, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure my son ate, like, a hollow legs worth of pizza on the ship. Oh so. That's so funny. The, the one I'm looking for, well, I should say not myself, but I'm looking forward to for my daughter's sake, because I know she'll love it, is Jumbo Sweets. Yes. So if you've seen Zootopia, it's mirrored after the popsicle shop that is run by the elephants there. So to me, this is replacing the Vanellope Sweet Shops. Um, you know, so that's nice too, but I can't wait to see the theming in there. And again, and now a nod to Zootopia, which we haven't really seen on the other ships. Yeah, I mean, and you really don't see much of that even within the park. So I love that they're kind of pulling these things in. Like you said, it's not the obscure, but it's just the ones that you don't get as much FaceTime. You know, we're in such a a generation of Frozen and, you know, Encanto, which we love Encanto and it's now in the parks, but, you know, and Moana and things like that. But this is really all that adventure just coming through and like taking chances and, these beautiful stories that they're finding ways to incorporate as well. Um, I'm really excited. So Disney is completely well known for their Broadway caliber performances. And if anyone did watch (laughs) the unveiling as I did, um, it was so neat to hear that they're going to be bringing a brand new show because a lot of times on the different ships in the fleet you'll get variations of one show that kind of ties over to another one or maybe it's a little bit different so you are seeing something different you're not just sitting through the same shows regardless of what ship you're on but they're going to be creating a brand new one for this ship which i think is going to be really cool so i'm very eager to hear what that one's going to be as well um and it's a full experience it's like taking your family to the theater and and most of the time you're doing it before your dinner or after your dinner depending on you know what what rotational dining seating you you score for us we love hanging out in the lounges um because a lot of times that's where trivia will be happening or they'll have different activities um but you know we really loved the libations lounge when we were on the wonder you know which was themed after you know the princess and the frog so we felt like we were in new orleans so when i heard about the two lounges that they announced for the treasure And this is what you had talked about at the beginning, Renee. So you have Skipper Society. So this is going to be the first jungle-themed bar and lounge on a cruise ship. And if you enjoyed the puns on the ride, they're coming with you on the cruise ship because the cast members really are going to take on that role of Skipper when you're in the lounge. Um, And, you know, from the one artist rendering that they revealed, I, I think it's going to look really cool. I think you're going to sort of feel like you're immersed in that jungle cruise atmosphere. But I th- I'm just so excited to see that one of their lounges now is themed after an attraction. Well, that, and then they throw it back to 20,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> I mean, like, where has that been since the submarines in Disneyland? You know we, know, we replaced that with Nemo. And now we're like the original adventure of Disney films, um, which I think is going to be cool. We have We have a running bet in our family what we think based on, again, the artist rendering, because we haven't seen anything in real life, but we are waiting with bated breath, is going to be if the the panels that are on the roof, if those are going to be screens, similar to like the Star Wars hyperspace lounge, and if you're going to see 
maybe some creatures. And is the room going to make noise? Is it going to shake? Like, I feel like they could really go deep into a deep dive. 20,000 Yes. <laughs> yes. 20,000, not 2,000, 20,000. <laughs> and I think it's really cool that they're, you know, they are adding that back in. I think it's going to be a neat thing. My husband was the most excited over that, which I thought was so funny. And they have sarabi so that's you know it's always akuna matata so that's going to be another unique lounge obviously inspired by the lion king um and then you know in that area they'll have musical performances comedy acts game shows so i see that as being one of the lounges that you'd probably frequent often if you take advantage of those activities on board the ship um so i think that that's going to be really neat to see you know because again i always say disney never overdoes its theming but it's always done with, you know, so tastefully and with such tact and just, you know, tiny nods. And you just have to really go in and appreciate the detail into everything they do. So I'm excited to see what that lounge is going to look like on board the ship. Well, and the other thing to note is, you know, not only is it entertainment and dining, but Disney finds ways to incorporate attractions at sea as well. And one of the things that they had unrolled with, um, the wish was the hero zone, which is this family friendly, huge, innovative, you know, recreation space. So not only do you have basketball and air hockey and shuffleboard and foosball and all those things going on all day long inside, but it also inflates and they have like a whole like day of an obstacle course, which was so much fun to not only do, but to watch people (laughs) was the best people watching I've ever done on a ship ever. People Um, watching is my favorite thing. Right. I mean, like all inhibitions are gone on vacation. I feel like, like people don't care. They don't care if they're rolling on their head in there. They're bouncing off things. (laughs) There's like, you know, grandparents trying to get on. I like, I thought that was one of the, the coolest things that we got to see um, when we were on the wish. So I'm so excited that they're bringing that on this one as well. And then one of the other features um, that was new to the wish was the aqua mouse. Um, So, you know, that's, you know, it's a water ride at sea, but it's like a show on board the sea. And so this is going to have an all new Mickey and Minnie mouse short. Um, It's going to be called curse of the golden egg. So we're going to keep that, you know, the theme and the storytelling of the treasure and adventure going. Um, So it's an immersive show while you're on a water attraction at sea on board of a ship. So I'm excited for that. Um, The pools, there's going to be 10 plus pools. Then you also have the Toy Story splash zone for the younger kiddos. So lots of places on board the pool deck to, to cool off and enjoy and just, you know, spend a day at sea. So I'm excited about, you know, those features being there. I'm always like, my biggest thing is like, what does the pool deck look like? Right. That was our big thing. I'm very picky when it comes to a pool deck. I'm hoping that I'm, I'm optimistic. I feel like you're trying to say what I'm not, what I'm not going to say. So go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Cause, cause it's always me. (laughs) Um, No, I feel like may I'm hoping the layout maybe is just a tad bit different than the wish. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't as much, there were more pools, but I feel like per capita to avoid the people soupage, 
of so many people in one pool. I'm hoping that's spaced out a little bit. I'm also hoping that the adult, they put a little bit more space into the adults section. Um, they will still have this on that ship. They will still have a concierge um, deck as well. All everything you would expect from your Disney cruise line ships. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see as we watch these next few months, how that plays out, because I know that was some of the feedback that people had the most about the wish was, you know, spacing and, and areas to be able to lay out and things like that. But I realized I, I, it was not so kindly pointed out to me that I am a pool deck snob. (laughs) But it's funny because like my kids, my husband didn't bother them when we've been on different ships. And then like, I don't know what it is, but like my anxiety goes through the roof. If the setup is not how I imagined it. Right. You know, like for instance, the kids, and there was nothing wrong with the pole deck on the wonder, but I was so used to the dream. It was different to me. And I love, I love how the dream is set up. Like also that's my favorite. That's my yep. favorite. Pole deck. Um, but my kids are like, no, we liked it better on the wonder. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I can't. <laughs> so the thing about I the know. witch, I was like, I can't get over the look of the pole deck, which I know is ridiculous because nobody else cared but me. And the thing is, it's beautiful. Like, it's not that it's not pretty and it's not, I totally get it. Like, they wanted to space it out. They wanted different layers. They wanted to break up so much of the people. But again, we did the wish or the dream and the fantasy first. Loved the setup of it. Then we did the wish and we're actually doing the magic um, in July. We're going back on the dream and then on the magic. But I'm like, I, I hope I really like the magic layout. Like I, I have a little bit of that pool anxiety too, which seems yeah, silly, and, but. And, and for anybody listening, please know like this is a me problem. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the pool decks on any of them. It's just, you know, same thing. If you start on one and you like how it is and then anything is different, I'm just like. Well, and the layouts are different, you know, like it's like how you can walk out to a deck. Can you walk all the way around and once, you know, like all of these little things, I think you get used to it being a certain way, especially like if you start out and do a longer cruise, if you've never cruised before, my biggest, biggest piece of advice, four days or more. Yeah. Because three is just not enough. Like if I get it, if you have a short period of time, we're doing a quick little three nighter just to cast away at the end of spring break. Cause that's really all we had time to be able to fit in and it just worked out. But if you have time to do four nights or more, definitely do it. Cause you want those days at sea. You're spending all this time to be able to go on a Disney cruise, which is different from other cruise lines. And you want to be able to explore the ship and do all the things and see the shows and go watch a movie and hang out and really in- encapsulate that. And I feel like sometimes if you do the, the three night ones, it's just not quite enough. Um, you feel a little more inclined that you have to get off the boat when you have a short one and things like that. And honestly, I could sit on that boat the whole time. And if I'm going to places I've already been, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I know. And I actually love that right now the treasure is just the seven nights because mm-hmm. there is so much to explore on board the ships. Like you always wish you had more at sea days. Always, no matter what. Um, I'm always begging for more days at sea. Yep, exactly. And you're going to get a good amount of them with it, which I think is really cool. Now, I know we're talking about something that we don't have all the facts on yet. But as we said, you know, these are going to start rolling out in December of 2024. We can plan all the way out through May of 2025. But if you cannot wait 
and you absolutely need an adventure before them, it is important to note that the Disney dream is headed back to Europe this summer yes. of 2024 as well. Um, you get to experience so many amazing places. They're doing Europe. They're doing um, Greece. They've got itineraries from seven, nine, 10, 11, and 12 nights. So it's an incredible way if you maybe have never traveled internationally to really dip your toe into international travel because it's a floating hotel. So you're getting that white glove ex service and experience that we expect from the moment you land in a foreign country, Disney will whisk you away. They will take you to a hotel because we always recommend that you come in a night before if possible, <laughs> just in case there's a flight delay. And then they will get you to the port and you get to experience and stop in all these incredible different places with your family that if you actually looked at that trip and tried to get to all those places in one trip by land, you would be so overwhelmed and so rushed. So it's important to note that that's another option too. And the other thing I'll just mention briefly before we go is, you know, next summer Lighthouse Point is also opening oh, yeah. Disney's newest private island. And what I like about that is it's going to be the magic that's going to take you there. Um, know, and again, my wrong. kids are so excited about those smaller ships. So I really think it's not only a great way to see Disney's newest island, but it's also going to get you on a ship that, you know, you might not have been, you know, depending on where you lived, there might not been an there might not have been an itinerary convenient for you. Um, yep. So I, I'm excited about that as well. Yeah, we're doing the um, the one that stops at Castaway and Lighthouse. <gasps> the hubby and I for our anniversary over 4th of That's July. I'm sure it's so going to be I mean, I, busy, I, will, but... I looked at those. I looked at those itineraries when they were first released and I was like, oh man, they were popular because, right? you know, the one thing I will say about Disney Cruise Line is as inventory goes down, your pricing goes up. So lock in as early as you can, because those that were doing the lighthouse and the castaway, I mean, those booked quickly. Oh and yeah. We're doing it inside a room. <laughs> we're doing, we're doing an inside room for uh, <laughs> some of, some of the other pricing that we've paid on verandas, but it's great to experience it. Yeah. My hubby is like, could care less. He's out on the deck. We're usually, and since we're not taking kiddos with us, we're going to be doing stuff anyways in the adult deck. So the, the awesome. veranda wasn't important this time, but I'm excited to, to be able to experience it and see it. And, you know, Disney is just, and they, uh, you know, and they've got the adventure too. We didn't really talk about this much because all we've really gotten so far is the the naming of the ship. Yes. But during the D23, they announced that. And that's going to be out of Singapore. Yes. So it's going to only do um, sailings throughout Asia, which I think is going to be pretty neat, too. So I'm excited to hear more about that ship. But they're, they're getting them out. They're expanding. I feel like every time they come out with a new ship, they do something different. And they make it bigger and better. Yes. Um, so excited about, excited about this one. And hopefully after listening, you guys are too. Well, hopefully everything else you expect on board a Disney Cruise Line vacation will be absolutely full of adventure and the treasure you're looking for. You see what I did there? I like so it. Thanks so much for listening. We hope we have inspired you to make sure your passports are up to date and you get excited about booking now for December of 2024 or beyond with Disney Cruise Line. As always, reach out to the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation if you're ready to plan an upcoming adventure. They have the tips, insider secrets, 
and all the knowledge to enhance your Disney experience. You can learn more at mymickeyvacation.com. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you real soon.